0: Yeah! Welcome to another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. We're your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution cover breaking news, culture matter warfare. We will be your guide through the separation of money and state. And it's one of those episodes we're gonna talk about the separation of money and state. Uh Saifedean was just brought on as an official economic advisor. Um, to be specific, he was just brought on as an economic advisor to the national Bitcoin office of El Salvador. And I'd be like, okay, that's noise, does it mean anything. Well, it does mean something, right? Because at the end of the day, Safadine is an economist, but he's an Austrian economist, Austrian economist, but specifically uh, a, an, a, an economist that supports Bitcoin, right? And nine and Saifedean talks about this all the time. Most economists all around the world, and what those schools also teach, right, is Keynesian economics, fiat economics, right? And kind of feeds, one feeds the other mouth, right? Like it's a, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy system. The system's incentivized to educate these types of economists, right? Because that's how the system survives. So for the first time, right, in a very, very long time, El Salvador, uh, is trying something different, right? Uh, they're trying a different economic style, uh, an economic style that's based on sound money. Um, and if you, you know, if, if, if you look at history, right, uh, sound money tends to do very good things to economies and to countries and all that stuff. But it's, it's an absolutely historical moment. Um, and I can't believe we're here. I'm so excited for the next five, ten, five, ten years. I'm so excited for what is going to happen, in El Salvador. I think it's gonna blow everyone's minds away. And then also, uh, it starts to become like all the other countries uh that you know are on a fiat standard or looking at Keynesian economics, they're 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 looking at this and they're looking at El Salvador. And if they're not benefactors of the fiat system, if they don't have You know, the privilege of being able to just print money out of thin air like the U.S. and the European countries and Switzerland. It's like a handful of countries that are able to do this. Uh, You know, they're going to start asking questions. And remember, there's a couple of countries that um, whether it's Ecuador, whether it's Panama, uh, there's like a handful of countries that don't even get to dictate their monetary policy because they're dollarized. Like If you go to if you go to Ecuador, they use dollars. They don't even use their own local fiat currency. So they're not really incentivized. Right. And this is part of the reason that El Salvador made Bitcoin legal tender, by the way. They are dollarized. They, they've been using the dollar for a while. So they don't even get to dictate their monetary policy. Right. So I suspect that was one of the influences that got Naim Bukele to be like, OK, we got to try something different. Right. Um, so I think this is a historic moment. I, I can't say that enough. Uh, I got some tweets by beauty on to emphasize that got some tweets by, uh, by other people as well. And we're going to cover basically, you know, what a sound money standard would do to, to countries. We're going to get some, you know, some, 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 some sauce from, uh, from Saifedean's book as well, which I highly recommend if any, if you haven't read it, which is the Bitcoin standard. Uh, but this is crazy. What a, what a good day to be a Bitcoiner. It's almost as if, we stay winning. Anyways, Opti, how you doing, bro? What's up? What's up?
1: Doing dude? great, bro. Absolutely wonderful today on this beautiful day on planet Earth. We being keep a winning, And we just staying winning. winning. It's almost like it's just, we, just we are winning. ushering in the bright orange future. Right? Uh, right? It's almost like we're living through hyper Bitcoinization uh, right now. We of, <laughs> are we
0: surfing the wave? Are we surfing? I feel like we're surfing the wave, dude. Like, this is nuts. Hey, this is, is hyper-Bitcoinization
1: happening in real time. So lower your time preference out there because it is happening a lot quicker than we can even imagine. And uh, what Cko we say, we are not smart enough to be bullish enough on Bitcoin. And I think this is what we're seeing happen in real time. So uh, I don't know. I'm excited to get Nika Jones on the case. I know you're well-rested, so I'm I'm hoping that Nico Jones uh, shows up today and we get a nice epic rant.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm really, really bullish. Uh, I, I can't look. I, I, maybe this sounds corny. I, I personally look El Salvador, if you translate it to English, literally means the savior. Um, and I just I don't think that's a coincidence. I think what is happening in El Salvador is going to prove to the world on nation state level that. And not only is Bitcoin a viable alternative to fiat currencies, but it's a better alternative. And then on the public company front, Michael Saylor is proving that as well, that Bitcoin, you know, is, is, it's not only, you know, an alternative to holding fiat, it's just a better alternative. And what are the implications to that uh, geopolitical implications what are the implications in terms of the relationship between individuals and their governments, how that's going to change? Uh, and we're just watching all of this happen in slow motion. What a crazy, crazy time to, uh, to be alive. Anyways, Opti, what are we going to cover during the culture, my friend?
1: Well, uh, we were supposed to have a guest here, but I don't know where he went today. So I pivoted. And it's about the conversation we're having here today about we are witnessing hyper-Bitcoinization right now. I do have a few tweets that we'll use as jump off points, but uh, maybe we'll get a little conversation back and forth between Nico and I today.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to this. All right, everybody, no more delay. Let's jump straight into the show. Let's do it. The Bitcoin Numbers. Brought to you by Noddle. At this point, you should be running your own Bitcoin node. If you don't use your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. Run your own version of Bitcoin Core, the Lightning Network, Whirlpool, and Dojo. All from the comfort of your own home. And if you're a digital nomad, you have absolutely no excuse. Because now, you can run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit noddle.eu today. All right, everybody, I also want to tell everybody about the biggest Bitcoin conference on the face of the earth, Bitcoin 2024, Bitcoin 2023 just wrapped up in Miami. It was so much fun. It was so awesome to see a lot of you guys in person in the flesh in Miami. They're changing locations next year, the year of the having Bitcoin 2024 is going to be in Nashville, Tennessee, July 25th through the 27th. And you can get your early bird tickets. They're, they're at a massive discount for GA. It's $299. And for industry day, which I recommend, uh, especially if you're trying to get a job in the industry, it's only $749 for three days. And mind you, you can take advantage of the promo code SIMPLY. To get a ten percent discount on your tickets, or you could wait and the prices go up. It's up to you. Anyways, at the time of recording, the Bitcoin price is twenty-seven thousand six hundred and fifty. Block height is the Sats per dollars three thousand six hundred and seventeen. Block height is seven hundred ninety-two thousand one hundred twenty-five. Reachable Bitcoin nodes seventeen thousand ninety-six. Blocks to having 47,875. Having estimate April 20th, 2024. Total Lightning Network capacity 5,353. Bitcoin capacity value 148 million US dollars. Realized monetary inflation rate is 1.76 percent. And the market capitalization of Bitcoin 536 billion dollars with a B. Anyways. So Luke shared this tweet uh, not too long ago, and I want to talk about it. Uh, and, you know, we, I, 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 I say my phrase, Bitcoin or slavery. I tweeted out some mornings and I'm not being I'm not exaggerating when I say that um, in the United States. Right. We clearly know how the Biden administration feels about Bitcoin, uh, whether it's Operation Chokepoint 2.0 or the Dame tax, which would basically put a 30 percent tax on all Bitcoin miners. Like I basically, you know, just picking out the industry, we've made the case that the reason that they're doing that is not because of the environment as much as they tell you that it's because they want to be able to maintain that privilege, keep that privilege of being able to create money for free that everyone else has to work for. Um, And what are their response to this? Right. Their response to it, whether you look at, you know, the future of money report. That was written by the Treasury uh, in the eyes of the current administration. The future of money to them is central bank digital currencies. They mentioned stable coins as well, which they, of course, are going to mention that because they can co-opt them. Right. Because they're centralized. Um, and then, of course, payment platforms, which are inherently intermediaries, which are very easily for them to capture. So I'm talking about P- PayPal. I'm talking about Venmo. Right. Et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but what was not written in that report is Bitcoin. In the eyes of the current government, of course, it's not written in that report. And the reason for that is simple. Um, There's no inflation in Bitcoin, right? And without inflation, uh, governments can't spend as much money as they're spending now, right? That whole system kind of has to reinvent itself. Um, And I mean, this was covered in the book, The Sovereign Individual. Highly recommend you read it. Uh, They predicted all of this. Um, said information technologies is going to allow individuals to opt out of state currencies. Um, and of course the state's going to fight back. So what is one of, what is their mechanism of fighting back? Well, it's central bank digital currencies, right? And that's why I say Bitcoin or slavery. Bitcoin is freedom and central bank digital currencies is slavery. And you're going to have to trust these people. And mind you, remember what happened during the Canadian truckers protest. Uh, you're going to have to trust these people not to censor your money. Uh, Not to implement social credit systems like is already happening in China. Right. Uh, Do you really trust after the last two or three years? Do you really trust these politicians not to do that? Um, Anyways, so here's like a quick update. Uh, It says today in 2023, 105 countries are racing to deploy a central bank digital currency right? Um, it goes on to say, we can see that of uh, that of these 105 countries, 41% are currently in the research phase, 14% have a pilot program, 9% have, a, have launched a full-scale central bank digital currency. Now, where is the worst region in the world to be in if you want to hide from central bank digital currencies? Surprise, surprise, I think this could be the Caribbean islands. Hear me out. The Bahamas was the first country to launch a CBDC in October 2020. Yes, that was even before China, but things are even more interesting when we learn about something called dcash dcash is the digital currency issued by the eastern caribbean central bank it is used by seven of the eight countries under the ec um, eastern caribbean currency union these include dominicana uh, Grenada, and saint lucia uh, the next worst the next worst place to hide from cbdc shouldn't surprise Asia, we can see in Southeast Asia, China, you know, we've, we've heard the horror stories of China, which by the way, I think the West is looking at China as, uh, as an example, right? Uh, that's what they want to go. That's where they want to go to, um, imagine these bureaucrats and they're looking at China. We're like, Holy cow. We literally get to control people in China. If your social credit system is not high enough. Uh, they will literally not let you travel. You cannot get on a train. You have to scan your face uh, before you get on subways and trains and whatever. So it's like they they force you. It's like a forcing function for you to behave the way that the bureaucracy and the system wants you to behave. That, to me, is terrifying. So apply this to what food you can eat. Oh, you're, you, ate, you're, you ate way too much steak, uh, you know, uh, in the last month. Sorry, social credit system going down. Sorry, your CBDC. Also, we've heard in China that the idea that your money would have an expiration date as well, right? Uh, if you don't use your money by a certain date, it literally expires. It forces you to spend. That is a central banker's wet dream. That's, that's the world that they envision, um, which is absolutely dystopian. And what is the alternative to this? The alternative to this is Bitcoin, Right, it has to be decentralized. It has to have rules without rulers. It has to have the ability to resist uh, the government's inevitable attempt to co-opt it, um, and only Bitcoin, because Bitcoin's the only one that's truly decentralized, is the only one that's going to be able to resist. Um, uh, governments in that front. So Nigeria is the largest country in Africa, and they were the first country in the region to introduce the CBDC in 2022. They also banned Bitcoin and even put withdrawal limits on bank accounts, attempting to convert deposits into the central bank digital currencies. Surprise, something surprising happened next. Um, only 0.35% of Nigeria's adopted the government mandated central bank digital currency. The people flock to Bitcoin as Nigeria currently has some of the highest levels of Bitcoin adoption in the world. Well, uh, will you be able to do the same as Nigeria and even escape uh, to a country without a central bank digital currency? And it tells you the adoption rate, which we've covered. Now, the Nigerian example is really interesting, right? Um, and the reason for that is, okay, so their proposal is, efficiency of payments, right? Central bank digital currencies are no are, are necessary because they make payments more efficient. If you live in the U.S., right? Payments are already extremely efficient. You have Zelle, you have PayPal, you have Cash App, you have all these payment platforms that make paying digitally extremely easy. So you'd like, why do they need a central bank digital currency, right? And that's how they sell it to you, right? They're like, efficiency of payments, efficiency of payments. But the weak point, the point where they leave out, right? And they left this out of the report that the treasury wrote, they left this out when in the presidential economic report that came out of the white house, they left this out as well. Is that people are opting out of central bank digital currencies not because uh, you know they're 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 looking for more quote-unquote efficient payments, right? I think that's a straw man argument. The reason that they're opting out of central bank digital currencies is because they're opting out of inflation. It's about inflation. It's about their currency being devalued and they can't protect that. They can't defend that. That's an indefensible position, especially now that there's an alternative that proves that not, not only is inflation not necessary, your money could actually increase in purchasing power over time. So that is a point where we have to highlight it. We have to We have to shine light on it because they can't defend it. Right. We, we want to get them to a point where they will admit and it's getting to this. Like, mind you, you heard what Brad Sherman said um, in a, a pretty viral video, which we played you on Simply Bitcoin. Right. Which is like, you know, these crypto bros, they're just creating money. And, you know, they say that the U.S. government does the same. And then Brad Sherman, you know, in his hubris, he says, but, you know, but we can do that. Because we're the U.S. government. Well, I got something very simple. I got a response very simple for Brad Sherman, right? Um, I refuse to work for money that another man can create for free, even if you're the U.S. government. I don't give a shit who you are. I refuse to work for your money that you can just create for free that everyone else has to work for, right? And that's the point. That's the reason why Nigerians are opting out. They're not opting out because they're seeking efficient payments. They're opting out because their state currency continues to be devalued because governments are addicted to printing money and governments are addicted to spending money they don't have, right? You see this in Argentina, you see this in Nigeria, and the reason I say it's a weak point, the reason that I say it's an indefensible position on their end is because they don't bring it up. They don't bring up inflation, right? And this is why to tie it in with uh, to tie it in with today's news, today's headline news. It is so historical that El Salvador is making Saifedean, the author of the Bitcoin standard, an Austrian economist, an economic advisor to the country. That's why it's so historic. That's why the IMF freaked out the way they did with El Salvador that's why in the U.S. uh, the U.S. House of Representatives or I think it was the Senate they passed a resolution basically looking into uh, El Salvador making Bitcoin legal tender it freaks them the hell out because if enough people wake up to this new world this new reality that hey you as an individual get to pick and choose what currency you want to use. The government doesn't force it upon you. Uh, It changes a lot of the power structures. And of course, the old power structures wanna fight back. And we have Tucson Bitcoin, shout out, kaboom, Rex. Um, Inflation is good for you. Quit complaining and being a snowflake, you millennial. Stop living in your mom's basement. When I was a kid, we didn't have inflation. Beautiful, beautiful, very well said, Tucson. anyways, opti am i am i am I being too crazy? am i am i am I speaking too much truth? what what what's going on, bro?
1: Well, no, I mean, hey, I'm a Bitcoiner as well, and I endorse everything you just said. I mean, the Nigeria news of the CBDC, we've been covering this for a while, is one of the things that make me just so bullish on humanity is something that we say all the time on the show. When people are giving the, the option, the clear option of using a money that is designed to steal from them or one that retains their value and, uh, as the saying goes, goes up forever, Laura. Uh, humans obviously choose a money that isn't designed to rob them. And this is the world that I want to live in. You know, the current world that we find ourselves in, that everyone finds themselves in, that is obviously most people unaware of the fact that they are being stolen from via their paper money. Um, is a world that is designed to steal and siphon value from you without you understanding it, without your consent, and that's why we find ourselves in the state that we are in the world today. And just imagine a world that doesn't have kleptocratic psychopaths stealing your your value. Uh, it would be a beautiful world. You'd be able to, you know, fund and put your value where you think it should go instead of, you know basically having uh, some of that value taken away for things that you probably don't agree on. So, I mean, going back to that Luke thread, what do you say, 105 countries are working on CBDCs? That's uh, 105 out of 195 countries in the world. That is almost every country in the world wants to retain or rather steal your value or rather uh, involuntarily have – uh, non-consensual theft from you. I don't know about you, but this is not the world I want to live in. This is not a fair world. This is why, as Bitcoiners, we always tell you guys that Bitcoin is the best money in the world because it is the most fair, the most inclusive money in the world. And I I was kind of thinking while we were going through that thread, there's a lot of Bitcoiners that say, like, a CBDC won't happen. And while I kind of agree because uh, it would destroy, like, the commercial banks, as Marty Bentz says, uh, it seems like there is a (laughs) Uh, a worldwide move towards a CBDC. And what do we say here all the time? It is Bitcoin or slavery. It's almost like the powers that be think of you as slaves, little peasant, you know, as Tucson Tucson was saying. Uh, There was no, no inflation in my day. Quit complaining about it. How is this the status quo of the world today where all the monies of the world, where all of humanity is corralled into a money that is designed to steal from us? It's absolutely ludicrous. This is this is the experiment. This is the exception to the norm. We've only had paper money for what, about 100 years. And now it is a global phenomenon And this is what Bitcoin fixes. What do we say all the time? Or what's the Bitcoin meme? Fix the money, fix the world. This is where everything is starting from. It is from a broken money. And this is why we are seeing so much pain on a social level, on a cultural level. This is why we have devolved as a society is because there's a small cabal of people that are stealing the world's wealth. And diverting it to themselves and what they think is best. And as we know, as Austrian economists or maybe amateur Austrian economists, uh, there's no such thing as central planning, a complex economy. So. Individuals know what's best for themselves. Individuals will innovate. Innov- individuals will find the, the best way to use their money. And this is why we are Bitcoiners. This is why we continue to tell you guys to save in Bitcoin, take Bitcoin into self-custody. Opt out of this madness. There is a solution, at least a starting point, which is Bitcoin. Now, it's only a matter of time until people wake up to this and uh, as we're as we're going to show right now in the news, like this is hyper Bitcoinization happening in real time. And it's just a slow trickle. TikTok, next block. They can't stop this as much as they want to because you guys run the Bitcoin network on your computers. You guys take Bitcoin into self-custody. This is us winning. Let's
0: fucking go. Yeah, let's fucking go. We're winning. And I think central bank digital currencies are a response to Bitcoin winning. I think that's exactly what they're all about. Anyways, everybody, let's get to the news. We got a lot to talk about. Let's check it out. The Daily News. The Daily News is brought to you by Blockstream Jade, built by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. It's an open source hardware wallet for the cold storage of Bitcoin. Check out the brand new limited edition color, the transparent green jade. Blockstream Jade houses a full color camera, allowing for fully air gapped Bitcoin transactions. Scan and display QR codes directly on the device, assign transactions, and verify addresses with ease. Use your Blockstream Jade with your favorite wallet software, such as Blockstream Green, Blue Wallet, Electrum, Sparrow. Get yourself a Blockstream Jade today and take self custody of your Bitcoin. Also, guys, I want to give a shout out to the Orange Pill app. The Orange Pill app is building the social layer for Bitcoin. As crazy as this sounds, without the people, Bitcoin is just ones and zeros. Bitcoin is the people. Bitcoin is you. It's me. It's Opti. It's Satoshi. Download the Orange Pill app for iOS or Android and connect with other Bitcoiners in real life today. Find other plebs that live near you and you can go into the app totally and on and search for other Bitcoiners by common interest. Orange Pill app is also the world's biggest repository for Bitcoin only events. If you want to meet other Bitcoiners in real life, this is the app for you. Sign up through the app store and you can even pay in stats. Download the Orange Pill app. And we appreciate all the love and messages we're getting from you guys. Uh, thank you so much. Opti and I do take the time to go through them and answer them. Anyways, here's the big news for today. Uh, this is a historic moment. I, I, I touched upon it in the very beginning in the opening monologue of the show. This is a divergence from how most countries look at their economy, right? They inherently, the, the system is inherently biased towards Keynesian economics, towards, towards Keynesian economists. Um, this is, I, 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 I can't remember another time, where uh, you know a hardcore, not even just you know like a, an Austrian economist, no, a hardcore Austrian economist is brought in to be the advisor of a country, because it is a, is a fundamental shift. It is complete change from how most countries uh, view it today. Um, historic moment. Uh, here is a tweet from the Bitcoin office. Um, when the author of the Bitcoin Standard met the leader of Bitcoin country, uh, Nayim Bukele and Saifedean, great things are bound to happen. We are excited to announce that Saifedean is joining us as economic advisor to the National Bitcoin Office of El Salvador. Welcome to the winning team, Dr. Amos. Right, and here's a picture of Naimbu Bukele and Saifedean. Here's Beautyon. Uh, Beautyon is the uh, founder of Azteco, big fan of the, co- of, of the company. They're doing great things. And he goes on to say, there will not be enough gold to pave the streets of San Salvador. Such will be the win of that great country. It's, a, it's like a dream. Astonishing. Goes on to say, in case you don't know what this means, uh, Professor Saifedin um, Austrian school economist, the only economist who understand money, and the very rare example of an Austrian school economist who also understands Bitcoin, will now be advising El Salvador where Bitcoin is legal tender. This means the possibility of mistakes being made by El Salvador are are uh, drastically reduced because literally the best economic mind in Bitcoin is working for them directly. If you imagined a dream team like this and spoke the words, you, ha- you would have been called delusional. But it's real. Also, barren, also, And bear in mind also that the history of fiat and economics Seifedim will bring to the table will greatly help El Salvador avoid other mistakes in other parts of the economy. Further accelerating hyper growth across the entire country. 100% Stacy, Max are historic figures. Shocking. Uh, and you know what? I completely agree. Uh, I couldn't have said it better myself. And that's why it's such a historic moment. This is a historic moment. This is going away from the status quo. Most countries, including the United States, they have they they're big believers in the Keynesian model. Now, here is another reason. It's such a big deal. Here's a key idea from the Bitcoin uh, standard. Uh, And it goes on to say, sound money is the basis for a functioning economy. Sound money reached its high watermark in the 19th century. Paper money was backed by gold, a precious metal adopted by the free market due to the qualities that made it such an effective store of value. That in turn underwrote an era of prosperity. Let's take a closer look at how that worked. The first thing to note about sound money is that it's a great way of encouraging people to save and invest the perfect recipe for sustainable long-term growth. Why? Well, humans have a natural positive time preference. We prefer instant gratification over future gratification sound money nudges us to think more about the future after all if we can reasonably expect our money's value to increase over time it makes sense to take a look at what we can do now to maximize our future income and that's what investments uh uh, and that's what investment's all about postponing gratification to today to reap greater uh, rewards tomorrow investment thus leads to capital accumulation people pump up money into producing capital goods Commodities that can be used to create other goods and revenue streams in the future. And the more capital uh, accumulation there is, the greater the chance of stable long-term economic growth. The problem with unsound money is that it distorts capital accumulation. The reason for, for this is simple. When governments interfere with the money supply by, by say, manipulating interest rates, they're also inter. They also interfere with prices. That's an issue because prices give investors the information they need to make good decisions without having to learn every tiny detail about global events. If a Malaysian businesswoman decides against expanding her offices because the cost of copper war- wiring has skyrocketed, she doesn't need to know what the price spike is due to a recent earthquake in Chile. The price tells her everything she needs to know. Government intervention, however, means that prices no longer reflect market movements. Investors don't have the information they need, thus distorting capital accumulation. Now, look, you could say that Nico, that is a theory. Uh, you could say, Nico. you know, fine, Seifedean is there, bullish treat by Beauty on, but this hasn't happened yet, you're a fucking crazy person, you know, you're talking crap. Fine, you could totally say that. You could totally say, I don't trust Naim Bukele, you know, he has dictatorial tendencies, I don't get what's going on there. I fundamentally agree with that. I'm a huge fan of what Naim Bukele has done for two reasons. He has dramatically lowered the crime rate to historic lows. That is a proven fact. You can't deny that. And he's doing wonders for the economy. You cannot deny that either. You can't deny those two things. But you could say, okay, Nico, it's it's been too too short to tell. Fine, you could say that as well. I've been living on a Bitcoin standard for seven years. Uh, Opti has been living on a Bitcoin standard for a while now as well. Um, And I could tell you what it's done to my life. I could tell you what it's done to the people around me that have adopted a Bitcoin standard. All the things that Safe Dean just said right there about the delayed gratification, that's the key word, right? The key words, delayed gratification. Well, obviously you're going to delay gratification because you know if you spend your money now, it could potentially be worth more in the future. So all of a sudden you're very, very choosy on what you choose to spend your money on. And we live in a world where you're not only incentivized not to delay gratification, you're incentivized to spend in the moment because you know your money is losing purchasing power over time. And what they want to do with central bank digital currencies is even worse. They want to add an expiration date. So it's not even inflation rate. They're, they're, they're being more open about it. They're telling you the quiet part out loud. It's like, it's not even inflation that we want. No, it, this shit fucking expires on you, bro. Okay. And then what is the opposite? The opposite is Bitcoin. And this is exact. this is precisely why I say Bitcoin or slavery. This, you see the slave world that they want. 103 countries are pushing this. And then you have the shining light, the shining country on the hill, the savior, which is El Salvador proving, proving once again, by bringing Seyfedin into the fold. That they're going to try another way. And as Bitcoiners, can't say this because it hasn't happened yet, but I could speak for what it's done to my life. What, what my life, how my life has gotten better since I, I have individually adopted a sound money standard. If what has happened to me on an individual level happens on a country level, I can't even describe to you what that's like. And that's why Beauty On is saying the things that he's saying. That's why you have Michael Saylor so passionately talking about this thing. Michael Saylor on a public company level. Naim Bukele on a country level. And remember, those they, th- those two gentlemen, Michael Saylor is the beachhead, the beachfront, the vanguard for proving on a, pub- on a public company level that Bitcoin is a viable alternative to holding fiat. And in a country wide level. Naim Bukele is proving that as well. And what a crazy time to be alive. And, I, and I'm telling you that next halving, next cycle that we go through, there's gonna be other public companies and there's gonna be other countries. They're gonna look they're gonna be looking. They're gonna start breaking ranks. You know, the rats are gonna start fleeing the ship. They're gonna start looking aside It's like, yeah, you know what? Like it doesn't kind of make sense. Like it, you know, like I get you uh, IMF I get you world economic forum like you know like you guys have a lot of power and influence and I get you but like this Bitcoin thing looks dope and it's gonna help me and uh and you're gonna start seeing the, the ranks break and you're already seeing this on a grassroots level you're already seeing this in Argentina you're seeing this in Nigeria you're not seeing it on a country on the government level but you're seeing it on the most important level which is the grassroots level, you're seeing it on the individual's level. They're they're breaking ranks. They're saying, yo, fuck your fiat money. Like, th- this is not work for me. I- I- I'm dealing with double-digit inflation, and you're trying to force me into using this currency. Are you really a government by the people for the people? Like, is this, is this what a democracy is meant out to be? Are you really working for me? Are you working for yourself? And, and this kind of ties back into Bitcoin exposes all incentives. It's one of the one of and, and I said this, I thank God for Bitcoin in my fireside chat with Gladstein. I said in the opening the opening monologue that I had one of my one of Bitcoin, one of one of my favorite features of Bitcoin that I don't hear a lot enough people talk about is that it exposes incentives. It doesn't matter whether it's a government or a country or an individual, it exposes what you're really about. Um wow, man. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful news today. I'm so hyped about this. Um, and I'm and I'm I'm looking forward for the having party. Having party, shout out to the meme factory, shout out to Big Sean, shout out to Greg Zag and all, all you know, all our boys over there, yellow as well. Uh yeah, this is I uh, dude, this is hope. This is this is what Corey is talking about when he talks about the bright orange future, man. That this is in this world of darkness that we're all living through right now. We're all living through it. We see it. We see the clown world. We see shit breaking. See people just going into stores and just fucking stealing shit. And then you see, you know, the, the authorities just doing nothing. Well, that's because theft has been fucking normalized. It's been normalized. Uh, we live in a society where theft is, is just given the stamp of approval. And then Bitcoin says, no, no. Things don't have to be that way um and i think whatever whichever which way you decide to describe them whether it's monetary demons the unproductive class the high level parasites like opti says it uh of course they're not going to be happy about this of course they're not going to be happy about this you know they they they've 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 benefited from that money printer for way too long but uh man have i never been as bullish on the future than i am today after seeing that historic historic picture with Adid and uh, the president of El Salvador Nayib Bukele Opti what are your thoughts <laughs>
1: Yeah, man, love that. Uh, we did get a Nico Jones rant today. Anyways, first and foremost, uh, I want to give a shout out to Beauty on. I love Beauty on Twitter. I know a lot of people uh, give him give him crap on Twitter, but I, I think he's uh, a very sober and level headed Bitcoiner on Twitter. Well, actually, maybe not on Twitter, but in real life. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the next one, next point is as cliche as it sounds, the Bitcoin standard legitimately changed my life. There's few books in the world that I would say have changed my life, and that was one those and i know we get called cult members all the time but hey uh if we are a cult this is a must reading it is the bitcoin standard if you haven't read the bitcoin standard by now you should read it and or reread it and as an american uh it is. It it's all. It almost seems like the U.S. can learn a lot from uh, what Bukele and El Salvador is doing. They're gonna be last.
0: They're <laughs> gonna be last, dude. Uh, it, they're gonna be last. <laughs> they're gonna be last. It, it, it's just like it, 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 we talked about oh, this. Man. We talked about this yesterday. Opti. They're gonna be last. Look, without a doubt. we're we're pushing hard. Like Opti and I, you know, we live here. We're gonna fight. You know, color color within the lines, of course. Um, but um, you know. It, 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 the the U.S. government gets so much power and influence from being able to create money um, that yeah I, I just dude like I I just I, I see them fighting tooth and nail to protect that um, and that's what they've done so far. Well, I, don't, well, I, don't, I don't. I don't even think it's gotten that bad yet.
1: I, I don't think so either, and and I think all of us Bitcoiners are very aware that. Uh, and and one of my friends, Mike Hobart, says this all the time. He's been on the show. You guys have seen him before. He's like, dude, the pain is going to get so much worse, and I think we need to prepare for that. But I also, being hopeful and optimistic as I am, I I do feel like there is, uh, you know, the winds of change in the political sphere. It does seem like we are getting some lip service in regards to freedom and how the U.S. government is. Is being angled as tyrannical and authoritarian, but man, let's let's get back on subject here. Like, shouts out to Bukelé. He's got huge cajones. You know, I know people push back against Bukelé a lot. Uh, there's he. You know, I, before I get claimed to be a statist, um, you know, hey, I think it is undeniable at this point that. Bitcoin has improved El Salvador, that Bukele has improved El Salvador. And and I won't ever claim as a privileged westerner to pontificate on what El Salvador should be doing to better their country. I I'm I've no idea what it takes to turn that Titanic around, but it seems from what I've seen that the people of El Salvador love Bukele. They love the fact that their country is improving. And I'm just over here watching, and from what I'm seeing, man, it's it's what we say all the time. Bitcoin is being validated on a nation-state level, and it's almost like Bitcoin works and betters people's lives, and you just love to see it. We say it all the time. Nico just mentioned it. We are on the Bitcoin standard, and our lives have improved. And if it can happen for us, then I know for a fact if people follow the blueprint of stay humble, stack sats, then their lives will also improve. And what's the saying, you know um, – it's easy to hear the the blueprint, but it's a lot harder to follow through on the action uh, behind just staying humble, stacking sat, saving in Bitcoin, taking Bitcoin into self-custody. Yes, we are still in the early adoption phase, in my opinion. We are still early as far as I'm concerned. And there is a learning curve. So shouts out to all of you who are taking the initiative, putting in the work, and Uncle Jimming, your friends and families, and also just dispensing orange pills out there for everyone because, hey, I say it all the time and, I, and I, I'm probably a broken record at this point, but we know what the problem is, guys. Every, every talking head, every political talking head from both sides of the aisle, every independent content creator that is, you know, on one hand, just loosely related to the political uh, realm knows the problem. It is the money printer. We always talk about this. It's not a left or a right. It is an orange versus a green. We all know that the fact that they have the money printer, the fact that inflation is stealing our wealth, this is the problem. Well, El Salvador is, is continuing to prove that if you get on a Bitcoin standard, your country will improve. Shouts out to Saifedean for, for being an economic advisor, because I can only imagine how toxic those conversations are going to be. <laughs> he's he's got to be Listen, one of the most toxic you gotta, Bitcoiners. You
0: got, you got, you, you, Mr. President Bukele, <laughs> are you eating enough steak? <laughs> Oh, man. Hopefully, he oh,
1: changes the food pyramid down there uh, also. So, it's, it's, maybe it's not a, just an economic steak. advisor.
0: Is that like a thing that's going to start happening in Bitcoin countries? Yeah, nutrition just, advisor just, just as well. Steak, just steak maxis, just steak everywhere all the time. Well, hey,
1: you guys can do what you like, but you know what? You know what I always say, man? Eat some good food, hang out with good friends, save in Bitcoin, and your life will fundamentally change. And I actually have a meme on this today that it's, it's just perfect. It's Ooh. just perfect. A good meme. All but right. yeah, man, awesome, awesome. I'm excited to see other countries do the same thing. And again, I think, what do you always say, Nico? Uh, this next bull run will will not only vindicate the valid validate the Bitcoin signal, the Bitcoin message of get on the Bitcoin standard, and it will improve your lot in life. And what I always think of one thing: what do humans want? They want to live a better life, and Bitcoin allows this for all of us.
0: Amen. Amen. Full to stop. That. Full stop. Amen to that, brother. All right, everybody. So you want to you want to make it over the finish line with all of your Bitcoin and you got to do it by putting your generational wealth. You got to store your generational wealth properly. You can't store your 24 word seed phrase on paper. Paper is prone to fire damage, water damage. Your dog could eat it. You got to get yourself a BitPlates Domino. It's easy to use, hard to destroy. BitPlates Domino are designed to preserve Bitcoin wallet backup word seed words and passphrases made from highly corrosion resistant 316 marine grade stainless steel, and it offers the ultimate protection against extremes of temperatures and, you know, other things that could potentially happen. You could take advantage of the promo code simply at BitPlates.com. Get 10% off any products on their website. Anyways, everybody, no more delay. Let's jump straight into the culture. Let's do it. All right, guys, I also want to tell you about Swan's new offer. Bitcoin is generational wealth, and you can secure your bright orange future with the Swan IRA. Real Bitcoin, no taxes. Swan offers both traditional and Roth options to best fit your needs. Create your IRA and start adding Bitcoin in less than one minute. Transfers and rollovers are available. Swan's Bitcoin experts will get you set up with no transfer fees and no minimum balance requirements. This is real Bitcoin, non-ETF or other derivative. Get the real thing and get it at Swan. Go to swan.com IRA for more details and of course if you have any questions doubts or concerns you could reach out to me on twitter dm or the orange pill app and i'll be happy to answer them anyways opti what are we talking about today brother
1: all right, so I was going to save this one for uh, when we didn't have a guess, but hey, you know, I think it's perfect for today. I saw this tweet by CK. Shouts out to CK. He might be one of the most bullish Bitcoiners on Twitter, and that's uh, saying Auti, something. You're not,
0: you're not bullish enough, bro.
1: Hey, I am bull AF. AF. Uh, I, I think anyone that knows me knows that I stay bullish every single day, especially when the price is going down. That's even when I get more bullish. But anyways, this tweet right here, um, I I think is fitting considering what we covered in the first part in the numbers and then also in the news so we got CK Snarks here and he goes we are living in hyper Bitcoinization and it started when Satoshi started mining and what do Bitcoiners always say uh, there's never been a bear market since 2009 since the beginning of Bitcoin because this is what Bitcoin adoption looks like this is what it looks like when a new commodity a new money becomes monetized in real time this is what Bitcoin taking over the world looks like yes there is some volatility yes there is ups and downs but what do we always say here and let me see if i have it right here for you guys right quick because it is fitting it's going up forever lord we all know number is going up and this is hyper bitcoinization whether it is you know sailor putting his company on a Bitcoin standard, whether it is Bukele putting a nation on a Bitcoin standard, whether it's all of you guys joining the Bitcoin standard for your own personal finances, this is hyper Bitcoinization. And I think I said it in the beginning of the week, or rather I said it last week uh, when we were in Miami, Nico and I had this conversation with uh, BTC Sessions, a.k.a. Ben, Ben Sessions. And... uh, We all kind of realize one thing, and it's the idea of I think we all need to zoom out a little bit at times. I know we say in the Bitcoin space, lower your time preference, but I think it is fitting. And sometimes we have to remind ourselves that this this is happening so incredibly fast. The Bitcoin space moves so incredibly fast. We always say it every year. The same thing like Bitcoin time Uh, happens, like so much happens in one Bitcoin year that you forget what time is. You're just like, okay. I jokingly say it every single day on Spaces, like the only time that matters is block height. But the point of this is like, I think we're going to be doing this for a lot longer than we really understand. And I have these conversations all the time with my Bitcoin friends and it's like, I'm convinced that I'm going to be doing this for like the rest of my life. Maybe it's not on Simply Bitcoin because we turn into Simply Lifestyle at that point. But I'm convinced that this Bitcoin experiment that we are a part of is going to take the rest of our lives. I don't think we are ever going to see the end of this. I think it's going to be a slow trickle of hyper-Bitcoinization. But this is what it looks like. And it makes me think a lot of my friends – and without getting into a bunch of different alternatives of what you should be saving in, you know, some people say gold, some people say stocks. Uh, the main one I usually get is real estate. So before I get there for you guys in audio, I have this this meme. Of course, I add memes to my bit all the time because hey, tweets are the bullets, memes are the artillery. Anyways, uh, this is a meme by the Bitcoin conference. It goes people who don't understand Bitcoin yet is the same phenomenon. As number goes up, it, it hits a bubble quote-unquote, and it goes, oh, I'll buy it when it dips, and then it goes lower, and then they go, oh, I will buy it when it goes lower, and this is just going to happen until infinity. Anyways, everyone will fumble buy into it, but I really like this tweet right here from Bitcoin therapist. He actually quote-tweeted this guy Brandon. He goes, spot-on analysis. I'd rather stack Bitcoin than service the debt on a home. And the reason I wanted to get to this point is because I know a lot of people in my position, Nico and I, you know, we rent uh, as much as we want to buy a house I am convinced I'll probably rent for a little bit, but to you guys out there that are thinking, oh, maybe I can just slip this Bitcoin into a house or maybe I should uh, buy into a house or whatever. I think this is a mistake that a lot of us young people find ourselves in. And if you're older and you have a house, like, congrats, uh, you should own a home. That's an asset that you should have. But I like this and I, and I try to speak to people of my age. I try to speak to my peers because – we are the millennial class and our future has been stolen from us. What do we say, Nico, all the time? Millennials are the broken yeah, generation.
0: So, but like, hold on a second. So, like, and, uh, that is a very strong tweet.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm coming, I'm coming in hard here. I'm coming in hard
0: why don't you read it?
1: Let me read it. All right. So this is uh Brandon. He goes, worst mistake a young dude can make is buying a house while earning an average salary, solidifying your spot as a wage cut for the oh, next Jesus. two decades. Can't even go on a trip without stressing. Cause you got a mortgage to pay off that. It's memed you into down astronomically. Okay. But the case is let's, God, talk, let's, let's, talk, let's talk about
0: instead. it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about that. Right. And, and I agree. Stack Bitcoin instead. So, but let's talk about it. So, so, If you are older, you are able to afford real estate without having to do this. This is a, this is a, uh, this is a phenomenon that really affects the millennial generation, the zoomer generation. Um, we got screwed, um, in the, the last two years alone, real estate prices have doubled. Uh, and the reason for that is the money printing money printing makes asset prices go higher, whether it's the stock market, whether that's real estate. Um, and the vast majority of the younger generation, whether it's zoomers or millennials, uh, you don't have savings, your savings are in dollars and you're earning in dollars. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I don't want to give real estate advice. A lot of people take pride in owning a home and, you know, I totally respect that. And that's, you know, a a decision, but, um, you know, I think that a lot of Bitcoiners say this, I think real estate has been tremendously overvalued because people are just trying to maintain their savings and they're using real real estate as a mechanism to do that. Um, where it was never really meant to do that. Like it was never meant to, uh, it was never meant to be a savings mechanism. Um, like a house was meant to be a house. Right. But like, you know, if you are like a wealthy individual, let's say you're a plumber or you're a dentist and you make good money right? Uh, You're forced to be a part-time investor just to maintain your savings, right? So like, let's say you make 250K, 500K a year. It's a lot of money, right? You're not going to spend all that money. So what are you going to do with with your savings, right? You can't keep it in dollars. It's losing what, you know, at at the peak, it was, if you believe the government numbers, but we know it's a lot higher than that, you know, uh, 8% inflation, 9% inflation, Right. So you can't keep it in dollars. So what are you going to do with the extra savings that that you take home every month? Right. You have to invest it. So you're forced to become a part time investor or even worse, outsource that responsibility to, you know, one of the wealth management banks like, you know, Goldman Sachs or whatever, JP Morgan. Or. Right. What do you what do you also do? Uh, You put your money in real estate right as, as a savings mechanism. But that's crazy. Like, think about how absurd that sounds. Just to maintain your purchasing power, you're forced to invest. That is absurd. What Bitcoiners are saying it's very simple. Just keep your money. Don't do anything. Just, just, just keep your money. You don't have to. You don't have to invest in real estate or invest in the stock and do research and like, should I buy Apple now? Should I buy Google? What are their earnings? You have to fucking learn that shit. Um, or you just buy Bitcoin and you take it into self custody and you forget about it kind of changes the whole dynamic changes the whole system it uh, it it completely uproots it anyways opti i just wanted to jump in there that was a perfect that was a hard that was a hardcore tweet my friend i know that was a hardcore tweet i'm speaking look
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna jump off some of these comments in here because they're they're hitting it right on point and i think they they get what i'm saying first one uh shouts out to my boy a miami girl rejected by wine but recommended for opti (laughs) He says, Junson's advice still applies here. At some point, you can't stack sats and have to live your life. This is the Bitcoin struggle for real, for real. No cap, no cap. And then this next one by Narwhal Tacos. And and this is pretty much the crux of the situation. Again, I say this all the time. There's levels to this. Obviously, this is not one size fits all tailor made for every single person. We understand that we have a different demographic here on our show. Uh, We have it it ranges from people like us. You know, I am I am literally the millennial Single millennial that Narwhals is talking about here is like this is an argument that is really going to separate the single males from the long term relationship males. I agree. Uh, if you guys are are the older Bitcoiners, you know the the Gen uh, what's it Gen X and Boomers, by all means, I'm not telling you to sell your house. I'm not telling you to sell your chairs and all this like. I want a house, bro. I, I want it. I want the white picket fence dream as well. But I'm speaking to the young millennials out there, the Zoomers out there that are wondering what should be their best way moving forward. And obviously, owning a house is great. I definitely highly recommend it. But it is becoming very obvious that the status quo... Um, investment decisions of the past, which is basically what 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 the 60, 40, uh, 20, whatever portfolio. A lot of people are still saying that the only way to move forward in life is by investing in real estate. And I really like this tweet right here by Bushmaster he, or this comment. I think he hits the nail on the head. He goes, real estate today is higher risk than insurance on the same. It's a liability, not an asset anymore. Buy to live in, but not to see it as an investment or saving mechanism. And I'm seeing this happen all the time by friends and family. It's the idea that maybe I should hold um, I should buy a house and it's like bro, if you have the money to buy a house by all means, do it. But most of the people that I interact with they do not have that much. They just have you know the living paycheck, the paycheck. and hence I know I try to avoid putting the charts here on the show as much but it's going up forever laura uh you just need to huddle these bitcoins i i i need to find it but you guys already know the deal It's going up forever laura and if you if you haven't seen (laughs) it yet
0: he was dead serious
1: (laughs) if you haven't seen it yet then um you know i'm gonna do whatever i can to try to wake up more friends because i really like this tweet from my boy brandon he did this yesterday on memorial day or yeah Yes, or the day before Memorial Day. And he goes, I believe we have a duty to spread peace through Bitcoin all around the world as Americans, as as citizens of the world, and anyone with any type of privilege in life. What did you do for the world? And I think this is the crux of the situation. I think Bitcoin is the most important freedom technology in the world right now. I think it's the most important thing any of us can be talking about that can be spreading. And I I just do not want to see more of my friends – Uh, wreck themselves. I want to see them free. I want to see them build something that they are proud of. And yes, hey, if you got in, in uh, real estate and you made double your your money than the last couple of years, I have a few Bitcoiner friends that, that are telling us this. And I'm like, man, shouts out to you, bro. You bought in at the bottom. Let, let's go. Uh, most people don't have this opportunity now, and this is why I'm saying I, I'm very convinced we're moving into a bull run, and I think this is the Ooh, safest and best time to be holding Bitcoiner. I speculate every single day. <laughs> all of life. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> As Safe Dean and any Austrian economist knows, all of life is speculation, but we are not gamblers. You speculate on every single decision you've ever made in your life, whether that's walking across the street, whether that is, you know, what your work's going to do, whether that is Bitcoin going up, whether your investment is correct or not, everything is speculation. And this is just simple Austrian uh, economics. I believe humans act purposefully. And sometimes you have to speculate on where humans are going. And this is what we're doing right now. Are we moving into a bright orange future? I believe so. I am speculating on this, Nico. This this is not tea
0: leaf TA. Okay. Okay. I respect that. Anyways, uh, before we move on to the meme review, I want to end the poll uh, that we started. What was the poll? (laughs) Is inflation theft. Um, We had 122 votes. Uh, 96% said yes. Yes. And three percent, which I'm so curious. I want to know who those. I, I want to know who those people are. Three percent out of the hundred and twenty twenty uh, out of the hundred and twenty twenty vo- uh, votes said inflation is not theft. I suspect Opti's ex girlfriend is watching the show. Uh, spooks and, in the chat confirmed, and uh, she got her friends to <laughs> basically vote no. Uh, so. I don't know what you did to Christy Lagarde, but uh, Opti definitely broke her heart somehow. And central bank digital currencies are her revenge against Opti. So you guys heard it here first. Uh, Opti is at fault for causing central bank digital currencies because he broke Christine Lagarde's heart. Anyways, everybody. Somehow, get- someway, this is Opti's fault. <laughs> it is Opti's fault. Uh, anyways, everybody, let's get to the meme review. We got We got some memes to review. Let's check it out
1: the daily meme review
0: brought to you by Kaboomracks. i get this question all the time nico where should i buy bitcoin miners the answer is kaboom racks it's the best place to buy bitcoin miners that's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices start your mining utopia today to check out their racks you got to go to t.me slash kaboom racks join their telegram group and start your mining journey today kaboom racks let's go uh hold on nico i just hit you in the in the
1: (laughs) in the dms that was fun bro that was fun all (laughs) right anyways you already know the deal kaboom rex this is the meme review continue to tag us in memes on twitter continue to send us the memes in our telegram group I, I do my best to try to try to get as many as possible. Obviously I can't get to all of them and I do try to uh, craft a little narrative in the meme review as well. But tweet are the bullets, memes are the artillery. We are obviously in an information war and you need to continue to spread the signal, get the calls of actions out there. And of course, the most important aspect is ridicule the corporate press and then also make your friends. Laugh while we continue to win. Anyways, this first meme is by at Bitcoin Sapiens and it looks like he has one of these uh mid journey AI pictures here and it's the Bitcoin logo and it almost looks like I don't know, a computer or I don't know, some kind of wiring. An AI image. AI image, but what is it? Like some kind of circuit board here. I don't know. Anyway. No one knows. No one knows. I really like the but, but read but read the yeah, thing. Thank you, Nico. I really like the tweet here. And it's a quote from Max Kaiser. And it goes, Bitcoin touches some very deep wiring in our minds if you let it. And what do we say all the time? You don't change Bitcoin. Bitcoin changes you. I've experienced it. Nico's experienced it. Multiple, multiple Bitcoin friends have also experienced it. Once you get on the Bitcoin standard something changes in your brain and you view the world completely different. And I I think that it is a phenomenon of Bitcoin. And this is what excites me the most about it is seeing people change their lives for the better because of Bitcoin. Anyways, this next meme is by simple BTC app and it goes me at age 29 and it goes <laughs> my parents at age 21, 29, let's put 10% of our paychecks in government bonds and your Chad, grandfather or your Chad dad said yes and he goes me at age 29 time to overthrow the banking industry let's fucking go
0: so, he, he, so he's he's like on a level like time to overthink it's deeper than that it's deeper than that it's deeper than that bitcoin uh, uh, like there's levels to it right which is like okay oh it's gonna change banking it's gonna whatever but if you get like I would say towards the end of that rabbit hole it would you really get to another conclusion which is Bitcoin is going to fundamentally change um, the the relationship between governments and individuals. Um, Like, and I I really believe in the thesis from the sovereign individual. I really freaking believe in that thesis where over a long period of time, it's going to force governments to rather change their behavior from like, like this extortion type of thing that they're doing today to a more type of business type of relationship uh, with people. Because, Bitcoin gives you two powers. It gives you the power to vote with your wallet, but it also gives you the power to vote with 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 your feet. And I think as more governments try to force people into central bank digital currencies, I think you're going to see a flight. I think you're just going to see people like, you're going to get to a point where Bitcoiners in that said country are going to say, you know, enough is enough. I'm going to move to El Salvador. And someone like was like kind of joking around in the chat, like when Nico and Opti, like when when you guys going to move to El Salvador? Opti and I joke about this all the time. <laughs> We're like, look, we're going to try to hold it down here, hold the freaking line. But if all else fails, like, yeah, I'm going to El Salvador. Absolutely. I mean, look at what's going on over there. That that it, that gives me hope versus the CBDC stuff. Like, it's dystopian AF. Anyways, Opti, sorry to Dude, sorry to take it, it over.
1: No, hey, uh, sometimes people need the context. But uh, let's go to the next meme. And it's RDBTC, and he goes, hodl on and chill. And I really felt this one because... I don't look at the Bitcoin price. I literally only look at the price to tell you guys what it is in spaces. But this is the feeling I usually get. And he goes, me checking the Bitcoin price once a day like, and it's got Squidward from SpongeBob, and he's tanning and lifts his sunglasses, and he looks at the price, and he's just unaffected, doesn't matter, getting his son in, eating well. Enjoying the journey because we are absolutely winning. Anyways, this next meme is by my boy Ropium, and he goes, Did you stack today, Anon? And we got this kangaroo with laser eye over here with a burning building behind him. And he goes, The kangaroo's thinking, We do a little stack, and he stacked today. And the burning building is the global financial system. Uh, I had this revelation over the weekend in Miami. One of my friends, I I, I continuously use the metaphor of um, we are just telling people to put on the oxygen mask on a plane that is about to crash. Mm -hmm. And he corrected me. He's like, no, Opti, you have this mistaken. This is not good messaging by telling people the plane is crashing. (laughs) You are a stewardess telling people how the mask and the oxygen mask works before the plane crashes.
0: And I'm like, I would have loved to be in that conversation. I'm like, oh
1: my God, like that. Okay, like that is the framing, guys. We as Bitcoiners are the stewardess showing everyone how to protect themselves. From the global financial system collapsing, but anyways, we got this little meme here. Stackity stack today. Did you stack today, anon? Because it looks like the global financial system is burning. <laughs> anyways, I said I had a meme to uh, continue the conversation earlier. Well, shouts out the toxic bitcorner. Here is the meme, and we got this Chad bitcorner that I've. I've you know, he he's not doing so well. He's eating Burger King and he's watching Twitch and he's wearing Supreme and he's got mind control. Uh, and it goes, maybe if I start working out, eating meat and stacking more, life would get better. And then he becomes the Chad Bitcoiner over here and he's jacked with laser eyes. Bitcoin because, standard, bro. because, yep, that was it. The Bitcoin standard eating steak, lifting heavy things. And I tell you guys this every single day in the spaces. Get outside, touch grass, eat good food, hang out with your friends, lift some heavy shit, and your life will improve. It is very simple. Anyways, this next meeting. Mean- it's him. Trust the science. <laughs> <laughs> all right. There's even by the Bitcoin therapist, a.k.a. at the btc therapist.
0: dropping that a lot, bro. It's science, bro. All
1: right. You guys, stack for your future wifey, hashtag BTC. And we They're got. to say like, that? No,
0: but I'm serious. Like, they say it all the time. It's like, bro, just believe, like, just believe the us narratives. Trust us, I gonna the science. I'm going to say the same shit. Bro. <laughs> stack stats is good for you. Trust the science. Yeah, us. stack
1: stats. Li- t- honestly, I'm sure someone out trust, there can can get the backup for this. Trust the science. Trust the science. Stack sats. Stay humble. It's simple. Anyways, this next meme is uh, a couple proposing, and the girl over here, she's crying. She's about to get proposed to, and it goes, your future wife is the girl crying, and then the guy proposing goes, someone who stacks sats when you didn't. Do not let your future wife marry someone, because you didn't stack sats today, guys. This is the way. This is how you guys get girlfriends. Or wives. Uh, Opti's been <laughs> savage today with the with the memes and Dude, stuff. We are not taking shots today. Okay, this next one is by WoJackBitcoin. Jack <laughs> rusted.
0: What's the God Fucking ham. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, hey, it's a new week. We're feeling good. All right, you guys, the bull bear market cycle. And it goes, shit corners make bear markets. Bear markets make Bitcoin maxis. Bitcoin maxis make bull markets. And bull markets make shit mm. As much as I wish, we Ooh. are never going to see another shit coin bull market. Um, I'm convinced people will, will always buy stupid things. They will want to gamble. So uh, I'm convinced we will be seeing a shitcoin bull market soon. But Bitcoin's going to go up forever, Laura. Oh, wow. Look at Nico. Yeah,
0: this is my score. It's a a swan hat. It's a swan hat. All right, perfect. Actually, drop your meme. Hold on. Drop
1: your meme review score in the chat over there so we can cover it live. (laughs) All right. My meme review score. Since we were talking about safety, um, I picked up his new book at the conference, uh, Principles of Economics. Did he sign it? He did sign it. it. He said, dear Opti. Of course. He says... I can't. I can't read it actually, dear Opti. But, but it does say to Opti, dear Opti, you slayed it uh, with Chrissy.
0: Thank you taking one for I team.
1: I I, Dude, he's got worse handwriting than me. So shouts out to Safety. Uh, I, <laughs> I didn't say that. It's all right. Say that. Dude, Opti said it. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Uh, if you have bad handwriting, that means that you just think faster than your hand. Uh, that means you're smart. Uh, at least that's what I tell myself because my handwriting is absolute chicken scratch. <laughs> Anyways, I haven't read this yet, but my boy, uh, our, our our writer, Bass Kraken, uh, he got a pre-read of it and he says it's absolutely incredible. We did drop a review of it on our Substack. Go read it. I am excited to read this because every book of Safe Deans is absolutely legendary.
0: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like you have the Thomas Sow the Thomas Sowell book, right? Which is like basic economics and principles of I I I feel like that's like the net the, the next evolution. Yeah. Because cause you need Bitcoin, like you need that fundamental building block. Um, anyways, guys, before we get to the live scores. Hold
1: on. It's gonna be a must-read for every economics class moving forward
0: from yeah, here on and out. El Salvador, El Salvador, I'm bullish on El Salvador. Um, anyways. Before we get on to the meme scores, I want to give a shout out to our clothing sponsor. Opti and I wear the merch every single day. I'm wearing the classic Simply Bitcoin camo hoodie. Opti's wearing the Simply Bitcoin shirt. You can only get this merch on representltd.com. You can use the promo code simply-bitcoin. Get yourself a nice discount. Scan the QR code on the screen right now and it'll take you directly to the classic snapback. Simply Bitcoin hat only on representltd.com. You can use promo code. Simply dash Bitcoin, get yourself a nice discount. Anyways, Opti. Um, <laughs> I
1: like this first score, Nico. That's a good one. We got Steve Dre. Wait, hey, wait,
0: wait. We need the music,
1: dude. I, I forgot the oh, music oh, last oh, week. Oh, we need oh, the music. Oh, oh okay. It's okay. not the same without the music.
0: All right, all right. Steve Dre, one alien monolith from the back side of the moon. Elaine Lowell, Bukele becomes the leader standard and sets the trend for leaders across the world. I completely agree. I, I completely agree, Elaine. Uh, the P-Man Van, I give this, those memes. Opti starting his own Me Too movement, speaking his truth. Trust, <laughs> Trust the science.
1: The science.
0: <laughs> a Miami girl rejected by wine but recommended for Opti. <laughs> when wine rates her value as a person as... 0. 0.069 max and then recommends you call Opti instead, Wrecked. <laughs> the line is building is legend, bro. I like it. I like it. All right. The planet earth giving these memes crashing Hex shitcoin. Good morning. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I heard Hex got uh, wrecked today. Very, very nice. And then Bitcoin oh, we got for a Canadian. Few more. We got a few more. Oh, okay, okay. I give the memes this nice cold craft beer I bought with Bitcoin. Very nice, very nice, very nice. Next one, Pandora Box HQ. My meme score is the Eider fusion reaction, reactor plugged on Bitcoin. Ooh, Window. That's that's some sauce. Uh, Jose says I give the memes an opti-drunk handwriting with a spice of safedine. <laughs> and Dude, Igor, my, handwriting,
1: my handwriting's horrible, drunk or sober. So that's fake news.
0: I, Igor, I give the memes just the tip. Just a tip. If you know, you know. It's basic biology. I give the memes an Austrian economist who can write Arabic. Very, very nice. Very, very nice. Bushmaster uh, Jellen Jellen calling Safedine for advice. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Very, very nice guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of simply Bitcoin live. If you enjoyed the show, you need to do smash that like button. If you feel like we provided you value, consider subscribing. But the number one thing you could do to help this channel and help push the peaceful Bitcoin revolution is share this content. In fact, share all Bitcoin content, get it out there. Don't share shitcoin content. Shitcoins are bad for you. It's counterproductive, but share Bitcoin content, get the orange signal out there. I'm your host, Nico. You can follow me on Twitter, BitVault7. This is my co-host, Opti. You can follow him on Twitter, at OptimistFields. If you want to join us in the after party, which we co-host with the best place to build your Bitcoin stack, swan.com, it's going on for another half an hour until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Shout out to the best producer in the game, producer Jacob. We're hosting a Twitter Spaces, which is live right now. Get your chance to hang out with Opti. Just hang out, get get up in the audience and uh, say your bit. And uh, we'll be doing that for another half an hour. Until then, we will see you tomorrow for another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. Peace out, everybody.